working on my night cheese. What is oh, night Lord. cheese? You've never seen Dirty Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, hey, I have. Mark. Did watch Dirty Rock, I remember. Night cheese. I'm, I was fast asleep, Jack. Lemon, I heard you singing Night Cheese. <laughs> <sighs> I still like. Isn't that the Summer Hayek episode, too? Where she's yeah. like. Don't she you have a blanket? Cocoa Puffs. Yes. Or she she goes tell she tells uh she's like Lemon, don't you have a slanket to fill with your farts or something like that? <laughs> Skulks away. This <laughs> is my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, guys, welcome to Dance Robot Dance, episode ninety six. It's early in the morning, and I'm not quite awake not yet. Early so in the morning, it's fucking eleven a.m. I've been up for like two hours, but I still feel like spacey. I'm not a morning person. Fuck off, Tim. I've been up for 40 minutes. I don't think any of us are really nor- morning people. No. I can fake being a morning person. Like, I can be a troll, and I am a troll behind closed doors. But when I get outside, I'll pretend like everything's sunshine and rainbows and be like, ah, good morning, world. <laughs> but it's only because I don't want anyone to know that I'm actually a monster. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're, like, all exhausted, and then we start recording, and you're like, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you guys. You don't know me. Um, I feel like we kind of do, but that's, you know. Shut up. You don't know me. You and your fucking random puppets. Oh, fuck. That was scary. <laughs> First, let's introduce you two. So Christy's here, obviously. Hey, I'm eating cheese. Tim is here. Working on her night cheese. Cheese. Well, it's morning cheese. It's morning it's cheese. Working morning. on my morning cheese. <laughs> Christy, you have to tell this puppet story. I completely forgot about that. You have to tell it. Well, don't we have to say hi to Tim first? I did. I just said hi to Tim. I wasn't aware. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're dead. Okay. So. Well, welcome back, first of all. Yeah. Hi. I've missed you guys. Last week, I was like, because <laughs> it was it was like Thursday nights when we sometimes do stuff. And I was um, at my improv workshop and I was just like, oh, I'm very tired. <laughs> I wish I was sitting at home in my chair on my laptop talking to the boys. About Bill and Ted. But yeah. I know. That was a fun episode. Yeah. It ripped on me a lot. But it was <laughs> she fun. actually listened. We totally did. <laughs> oh, shit. No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys were super nice in the, uh, that intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super nice. Honestly, I think I just do it to see if you listen. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I know I'll get a reaction that way. Because sometimes if we're really tame about it and you do listen, you won't say mm-hmm. anything. But if we get in there and just start digging at you, I know the next time I talk to you, you're going to be like, why are you so goddamn mean all the time? Like, well, because you weren't there to defend yourself yep. primarily. That way we know you're listening. Yep. That's what my childhood bullies used to say. <laughs> That's Isn't that kind of why you cling to us at this point? Just like oh. nostalgia? I don't know. Stockholm. <laughs> awesome. All right. Chris, you have to tell the puppet story. Right. Okay. So I was just, it's not even that exciting. I was on um, a walk with my other friend, Christy. Is that is that another one of your personalities? No. My other friend. It's like your least original personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, this, I have this invisible friend. Her name is Christy. <laughs> I love that that was such a struggle. <laughs> Christy. Christy's imagination is just that It's like we were That's talking about with Bill and Ted last week where they're just like, Having to come up with names oh, for yeah. the dudes. Dave, Keith Oven. You guys are the worst. Yeah. Anyway. But, so, she and I were walking just around my neighborhood. 
And we came, there was this alley and I was like, I want to go down this alley. I don't think I've ever been down here before. And it's like, it's a nice alley, you know? It's not one of those stingy ones where you find needles and scary things, except <laughs> today it was. <laughs> Um, it was, it's like, you know, backyards of houses and it's like little gravel road. And it's like idyllic. So we're walking back there and I noticed this pile at the foot of these like broken stone steps. And I was like, what in the, what is that? And at first I thought it was a person because it was like shirt and pair of boots and, um, some other stuff. (laughs) And then sitting on top of it was this puppet. Like a dead toddler, wouldn't it? Like that's kind of like that's a dark place to go. I don't know if that's better or worse <laughs> than what you actually found. But um, yeah, it's a terrible thing to say. To <laughs> guess the, why are we doing this in the morning? I'm not emotionally prepared. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I heard Mark laugh like this. Well, so I, this what we have to do to get though. Mark to laugh is like talk about. Dead children. Wake me up early before my my guard gets up, and then talk about horrifying things. Yeah, I will start. Dead toddlers being oh being God. better, terrifying puppets. My Saturday morning routine for like the last I don't know six or seven months has literally just been get up whenever I get up and put on last podcast on the lap because <laughs> that's when the new episode pops mm-hmm. is overnight. And so I just listen to that first thing on a Saturday morning, so I get my serial killer shit in <laughs> nice and early in the week. You know. Well, I have problems. I, I just feel like. I just feel like that just that has a lot of dark, you know, connotations. That's exactly how I want to start my Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> not just that I found you know a dead toddler, but that I considered that it was a puppet and don't see dead toddler <laughs> and pick it up and bring it home <laughs> and dress it. I didn't dress it; it was already dressed. <laughs> and then put it on my hand. <laughs> and then Mark, your Mark calls it hepatitis, Christy. Oh my god! <laughs> that was pretty. Funny. That was pretty fucking brilliant. Oh, he's funny. But yeah, um, so I found the puppet, and she was just sitting on top of this pile of things, and I picked her up, and I didn't. You know, it's it's funny because like I saw the resemblance, but I kind of ignored it. I was like, nah, she's got different color hair <laughs> and, and very so, different texture of skin. Yeah. I'm not wearing a white shirt. I'm not made of felt. <laughs> oh, we can talk about happy time murders in a bit. <laughs> Rotten cotton. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. But uh, yeah, and then I picked her up and I, I brought her, I took a picture and I brought her home and I asked people what I should name her and it turned into this like thing on Facebook <laughs> of people being like, you need to write a play about you and this Muppet. I'm like, I'm not sure that's safe. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds I'm not like, sure I should become puppets. Yeah, that sounds like a way that you get murdered by a puppet. Yeah, and everyone's like, she seems like your personality. And I had like three people send me messages being like, you should call her Brianna. <laughs> I started I that. Like, you started that. <laughs> Well, I was going to say that. I thought the, the only post I saw about this was Tim yeah, saying Yeah, I got a couple that. of messages from people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, call nice. her Brianna. Ha, ha. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna doesn't need a voice. <laughs> Dark enough where she is. So, you know, I found a puppet. This sounds very <laughs> much like like some matrix shit like somebody is manipulating your reality and like created this alley that you've never been down before that you probably never noticed until now because it didn't exist until this week 
<laughs> That's okay. I'm happy to live in the Matrix after I, you know, I, after that guy was like, ignorance is bliss. I was like, hell yeah, man. I don't want to live where you live. <laughs> no, and it was like weird because a week ago, like within a day, I'd found those butterfly wings in the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what is this magical week? <laughs> what will I find next year? Like, this is exciting. What gifts does the universe love to give Christy during the month of May? <laughs> well, here's what I'm thinking is like, what is happening like last week in your area where like there's some fucking insane party where just random shit gets left all over the place for you to then find the following week? That's true. But why am I finding it? Like, is there some str- some crazy like secret Coachella that happens in Hamilton, like the first or the second week of May or something like that, or like or like fucking Burning Man or some shit? I hope so because it has all the shit that I like. I'd like to find this party. <laughs> Butterfly wings and puppets. Sign me up. I am into it. Puppets wearing butterfly wings. Oh. I don't know. It sounds kind of culty to me. I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable in it. I'll now. be in that cult. I'll be in it. Too wholesome for Mark. He doesn't trust it. I'd be in that wholesome level. Yeah, class. yeah. Puppets and puppets and butterfly wings immediately sounds too nice. It's not. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Have you been playing it. Far Cry Five? Maybe I'm just on. Uh, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm just on Bliss. I, yes. Maybe that's entirely possible. <sighs> that was. Me. I gotta get back to that game. I'm almost on God of War. So. Oh, how's God of War? Holy fucking Damn shit, it. Christy! It's. I wanted to hear it was terrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. Did you really week? expect you to hear this last week? Yeah, yeah. Him? I know. Yeah. He, he yeah. talked about it for an age. And now I've been unemployed for a week, so I've got to spend some like quality, quality time, like, quality killing time. So it hasn't Sweet. come into the store yet, so I can't get it because Mark's like, "Don't spend your money." I'm not at all surprised that like I'm sure people are just like like it's taking people like people are enjoying yeah. it, so they're taking their time to get through it. So I've seen a couple of resells on uh, like Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that, just as they mm-hmm. pop up. But so, so Christy, are you just using like One Up Games as your personal like game lending library, pretty much? Game lending? I'm not just getting them lended. I'm taking them. <laughs> <laughs> Mark collects like half this yeah. stuff anyway, doesn't he? Like he ends up grabbing a copy. Well, everything. that's the thing. Like I haven't, I offer to buy games every time. Mark's just like, he'll, he'll buy them through the store. Cause he gets, you know, it gives himself a bit of a discount. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's just, uh, he tells me not to get games new anymore. Cause he can get them for me. And it's like $75. My only thing with that is like, yeah, but he gets all the discs. I'm really big on like having my games digitally across two playstations now. It's, I love discs. No, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. Just put it all on the hard drive and leave me alone. I don't want <laughs> I like discs. Plus, it's not like, you know, games used to come in like nice big boxes kind of thing that looked like kind of nice on a shelf anymore. It's just like, oh, here's another DVD case. It's pretty much, yeah, they're just the same size as Blu-ray cases. Actually, they're the same color as Blu-ray right. cases, too, because the Sony ones are Yeah. So, either way, nice. And getting some news quickly. Sure. Quick, quickly. We reported last week, like, that Brooklyn Nine Nine had been canceled, <laughs> yeah. and then like that afternoon, it got picked up by NBC. We had like so twelve hour stretch say, where it was canceled when we recorded. Yeah, I was like, I think I'm pretty sure like I posted and then like went on Reddit and was like, oh, well, fuck. All right, whatever. It's already it's out. It's out in the internet. And I'm too lazy to edit that out now. <laughs> yeah, so. People were devastated. Like the response was like the level of community when it got canceled. Everyone was like, "How dare you!" Yeah. Fucking right. As well, it should be. The show's brilliant. I was upset. I, I was angry. Mm. You heard me yeah. last week. Yeah. Stupid and on the flip Fox. side of that, I don't understand. The, 
iZombie, which had got announced that it got renewed, is apparently now canceled. Yeah, but they're giving yeah. it another season yeah. and then kill it. So like it's like they're they're ordered one more season and they're give that means they get the time to actually like wrap it up properly, which it's is not something a lot of shows get. No, I was just gonna say which is nice for Rob Thomas because he tends to get kind of the shaft when it comes to getting mm-hmm. canceled on shows. So Well, I'm actually if they were gonna do cancellations like that, I wish they did that every time they canceled. So you could have the actual season to close yeah. out. You know? Yeah. Or give people a half season. Well, that's what they're doing with well with uh, Sensate because Sensate, which I've never watched, but I've heard really good things about. But it got canceled, and then there was like big uproar, and then there's like what? Then they came back and said like, okay, we'll give you like a movie to finish it off with, kind of thing, which uh, is I think coming pretty soon. Well, it's a Netflix thing, right? It'll just show up as part of the series, probably. I never, I never watched Sensate. No, it's one of those ones that's been on my radar for a while, but someday I might get to it. Is that- is that the Wachowski brothers one? Maybe. I think it might be, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I because of that, I wanted to pay. I was going to watch it at some point. I just, yes, yeah. it is. It is the Wachowskis and uh, J. Michael Straczynski. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. I've heard, like, decent things about it. I've never heard anything, like, amazing about yeah. it. So, meh. So we're in, we're in another one of those weird, awkward spots where one of us has seen a movie and two of us <laughs> haven't yet. So, like, Deadpool 2 came out this weekend. And guess which one of us saw it. And I ran out on Thursday in my unemployed state. First thing. I was in the first screening. God damn it. Laughed my ass off. So much fun. Apparently, it's crushing at the box office. So we're recording on Saturday morning. There's no actual figures for over the overnight yet, but it looks like it's doing pretty well. Even the Deadpool 2 score uh, has managed to achieve a first. It is the first uh, score album to be given a parental advisory warning. Really? Which, <laughs> yeah, which I can't tell you guys more about because it's kind of a spoiler because it's pretty yeah. funny. But I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll uh, be so going to see it this out. afternoon. So if uh, if en- if we have enough of it, enough to talk about, that might be next week's episode. Wait, you haven't seen it, Tim? No, it only came out on Thursday, and I don't usually see movies on like opening night. I haven't seen it. I know. Mark said one of us. I two said of us have two of us yeah. haven't seen it. And one of us has. Oh, they said two of us have seen it. No, no, no. Two of us haven't seen it. One of us has. We're in that because this is, it's always this way when we do these like weird kind of like late recordings because I'll go just run out and see it early and then we'll record like Friday night. I've seen it and nobody else has because you guys have lives <laughs> and, you know, stuff to do. And I don't understand. Yeah. Well, there's that too. But yeah. So there's that. There's another piece of uh, Deadpool news. Did you hear about the uh, you know what? We'll talk about it <laughs> next week. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. Just go see it. It was fun. Apparently, we're getting a She-Ra reboot <sighs> from Netflix. I just, I just don't care. Are you over like it? Like, all these shows from our childhood that have been getting reboots. Like, even the originals that I've gone back and watched, they don't hold up for the most part. Well, no. He-Man was, He-Man was made, like, for, like, I don't know, yeah. like, a pack of donuts and shit like that. Like, it was pretty bad. Like, yeah. Poorly so, put together. I mean, yeah, so. I'll just I, I'm happy to just keep my nostalgia for those where it is and not sully them with like reboots and like going back and watching the original series again. I just thought it was funny that for like I of all of all things to reboot Shira, like I all right. And Thundercats. Did you see the Thundercats one? It oh. looks like it looks like fucking Steven Universe animation Thundercat uh, show. I do love Steven that's Universe. Unfortunate. Though. Yeah. I just yeah that's that's been coming up in the news a lot like the last couple weeks um I just ignore it but I don't know either way (laughs) we had interesting news from the Arrowverse which is 
I'm not sure what how I feel about it, but like apparently next year's crossover is going to feature Gotham City and Batwoman. Yeah, I don't. That's so weird. That's such a weird pull. Like, how are you going to introduce Gotham City and not introduce Batman? Like, or at least reference. They must have to reference him, but like at the same time, like you really think all these kids that are because like compared to Batman, I'm assuming they're all going to be kids show up in his town and start doing weird shit. Yeah. He's not going to swoop in and be like, get the fuck out of my city. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, I, I love Batwoman as a character. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I, I really enjoy Batwoman. But, and I do feel like she kind of fits in that verse. Yeah, that's true. But I also like, if they don't know that costume, I'm going to be super pissed too. Because like, yeah. if they like really CW up that costume, I'm, I'm going to be very angry with them about that. So yeah, yeah. better be careful. <laughs> yeah, but well, yeah, I don't know. We'll see that that one is weird. That's also, I think, going to be Gotham or no Gotham. The TV show is also like getting another like, hey, this is your last season sort of thing. Wrap shit up. But there's also a spinoff happening or like not a spinoff, but like they're doing something else. Yeah. Did you not see this? Yeah, I did. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? Uh, wait, I ha- it was it was a couple tabs down. There's an Alfred series that's going to happen, like figuring out like where he came from the army between the army and like him getting to like the Waynes kind of thing, which well, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that like he's. I think it's just Fox trying to hold on to the property, like they do with everything else, kind of thing, because they have exclusive TV rights to the Batman, kind of like family of characters right now. So, which yeah. means that like that's probably why the CW can't do well do Batman. Aside from maybe, well, they did Superman, so I don't know why they wouldn't. They probably just do it. It probably must just be the Fox thing holding. Them I mean, up. there's definitely potential there because there have been some pretty interesting like early Alfred stories in the comics and stuff like that. Cause he was like a British yeah. like special services agent. So there's definitely some cool stuff they could do with it. It's just a matter of like, it's the sort of thing that I'm not sure that like a, you know, general comic book audience is going to go out and like, you know, go Gaga over uh-huh. kind of thing. Like it might have to appeal to a wider audience than just comic book fans to be successful. Hmm. Yeah, which I don't know how they're going to pull that one off because like there, there, it gets to that that ancillary point like with Krypton or whatever, where people are like, "This is pretty far removed from like the character that we actually care about yeah, that exactly. this franchise is based on." So like, mm-hmm. it is a tougher sell. Yeah. So I would watch the Alfred series though if they could like make it seem beyond just being about Alfred. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you could get into like the weird shady side of the DC universe, like kind of before all the superheroes mm-hmm. pop up and all that kind of shit, like you could do something interesting with it. You, I would want to skew it darker probably like i don't know if i'd want it on like fox but i guess gotham has been pretty grim this last couple years anyway so it has been but it's it's had a little bit of that like it's somewhere between like burton and schumacher batman like there's definitely more tinges of that like sort of more silly campy kind of stuff but um, Mm. there's also some really dark shit too Uh, i don't know i i every time i try and watch it i just kind of like all right i (laughs) i I think the camp camp like if I if I want to watch camp, I'll just watch the '66 show yeah. and just like just lean right the fuck into just it. You know what I mean? Right like, into the camp. But this Alfred thing, I think, would be really good if they do it as a solid like period piece kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like do it as like I don't know. I don't know. Like what? I guess set it in the '80s or '90s. Yeah, like '70s or something like that. '70s, '80s. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on in the world in the '70s and '80s that the British British special forces are going to be seriously involved in, but. A lot of Cold War shit that they were still involved yep. in. Yeah. Like they, like they didn't necessarily like just because it was all U.S. Soviets. Like the Brits were still like that's why James Bond exists. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff was kind of like 
they were as big into covert ops as anybody else was. Yeah. So, but a lot of people are just saying on this, like, okay, this is the bottom of the barrel kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think if they made it, that's why I meant it when I said like make it beyond being about Alfred. You just have to make it a good show about a strong character. Yeah. Well, the only problem is that they will inevitably lean into like him seeing bats everywhere and shit like that, and just being like, <laughs> "Come on, guys, come on!" Like, yeah, we get it. But either way. <laughs> Apparently, for the 10th anniversary of Zombieland, we're getting a sequel. Yeah, That's saw that. Rumor going around right now that the writers are kind of shopping it around and trying to get it like picked up and shot this year for a Halloween 2019 release. Yeah. So, yeah, I I've was... actually never watched it in its entirety. The first really? one's good. Like, it's not one of those movies that it's I would fun. like that I go back and watch to like really often. But I like I remember it being a lot of fun, especially the Bill Murray stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen. The Bill yeah, Bill Murray, I, everything. With Woody Harrelson is kind of the stuff that I like in that movie because he's just totally playing over the top, yeah. ridiculous. But I just thought it was interesting. I never thought you'd like, I must be, that's an expensive cast yeah. to get together now. Like 10 years ago, this wasn't a huge cast. This, like 10 years later, like Emma Stone, especially, is like super blown up. And, and stuff Woody like Harrelson that. And has made like a huge comeback. Yeah. Well, he did that. This is before True Detective, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken. So his asking price might have gone up in between because. Also before Hunger Games. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Bill Murray's like all but retired at this point. Although he wasn't like, he was just sort of a cameo. It wasn't like main cast. He's been doing that for years. Yeah. And if it's supposed to be a sequel, then he should be dead in theory. I guess, well, I guess he could come back as a zombie if <laughs> yeah. they wanted to walk him through. But I don't know. No, I that that would be fun, I guess. <laughs> oh, you know what I meant to ask? Has anyone seen um, a solo yet? No, because that doesn't come out next week. No, it doesn't come out until next oh, week. I thought it's it like came screening. out this weekend with Deadpool for some reason. No, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, they, that and Deadpool are staying away from each other. Well, week. staying away from each other as far as they can. Yeah, by a week. So, yeah, but the, yeah Deadpool's this weekend, Solo's next weekend. The responses I've seen for Solo so far have all been pretty positive. So, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, that's good uh, considering they were talking about having to do reshoots because the guy who plays Solo was not doing well. Yeah, but I think that that's probably just like, that happens with a lot of movies. It's just we don't hear about it because they're not True. Star Wars. Good point. So, yeah, we'll see. I have two more things. Apparently, Nicholas Meyer, director of Wrath of Khan, had been working on a trilogy of Star Trek somethings for CBS, but it has been delayed. Oh. I don't really know a lot about the project, but right now he was something... I was hired to write a standalone Star Trek-related trilogy. I can't discuss, or I'd have to kill you. Laughs. I was writing it all for CBS All Access, but at the moment, CBS is in a war with Viacom Paramount because they want to consolidate the Star Trek rights to one place. Cause like TV's divided to CBS. Oh yeah. I guess. And then yeah. the movies are Paramount Viacom. So like they're yeah. just trying to get it all kind of sorted out. So is that, does that imply that CBS would be interested in creating feature length content for their streaming service? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Huh. Like Nicholas Meyer doing three Star Trek TV movies, I guess. Well, I guess their streaming service must be doing okay, at least. Well, I mean, I, I, I assumed that it would have, like, it would have spiked a little bit, like, with people go, bouncing in for Discovery. Like, yeah. even if you plan to do it the way, like, I mean, I didn't necessarily, whatever, because I had Crave TV, so it just kind of came as it went. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, there's no numbers on it, because they don't have to announce numbers, right? They can just be like, no, it's fine. We're doing great. Yeah, I don't can't, can't imagine these are super expensive to set up these over-the-top kind of streaming services now. They're like, everybody, and they're yeah. grandpa has one right like yeah so i don't know this is kind of like just like it's a kind of a teaser but like 
there was a story about so there's certain like rumors are going around about the Amazon Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. And they're the reporting that it's supposed to be based around the life and times of a young Aragorn. Oh. And that's going to yeah. be the main thrust of the show. Oh. Yep. He had a lot of a lot of adventures in the wilderness, sort of as a ranger and sort of in his youth. So, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot that they could do there. Granted, I am not as familiar. Alicia seemed pretty, uh, like, well, Alicia seemed like, when uh, she read that news, like that was pretty much inevitable is like, yeah, of course that's what they're doing. Like that's sort of the most logical thing to do. So mm-hmm. I just don't really want to follow a human all the time. Well, he's not exactly a human. You know, he's going to have like a buddy that's going to be like a dwarf or, and an elf. You know what I mean? Like he's, well, exactly. they, yeah. I mean, he spent a lot of time with the elves, uh, yeah. obviously like our one an hour on and, and, uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, there definitely will be interactions with other species. I know. I just find humans kind of boring <laughs> in, in, in a world where trees walk and yeah, I, but that's not to say that we won't see that. Like, what do you want? You want like tree beard, the series or some shit. Um, wouldn't you watch that? <laughs> I would be like three hours of just conversations. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Did you just diss podcast yeah, everywhere? Say, you just you're just you're just shitting on podcasting now. I don't know. <laughs> the Ents invented yeah, podcasts. podcasts. We are dance robot dance. <laughs> we don't say anything until unless it takes a or is worth long, taking a long time to say. Long time to say. <laughs> Nerds. They still made a mistake doing that with um, the same voice John as, as yeah, John Reese Davies. I liked him. That was a mistake. He was good as Treebeard, but he was already he was already. Oh my god, Gimli, Gimli. Yes, <laughs> Christy's brain is broken this morning. Yeah, I actually have to excuse myself for a moment. I use the washroom. <laughs> it's an emergency. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I'll be right back. I just got poop. <laughs> Well, I guess I could leave that in, but I feel like she might be upset if I do that. Well, I mean, she did. We had that bit about her being on pills that give her diarrhea, and she was seemed to be perfectly happy for us to leave that in. That's true. Wouldn't, I mean, this is, we're probably like at least double digits on the number of times Christie's mentioned like her poop pooping problems on the podcast. That's true. Like filling up her leggings with poop and. It's funny that it's her who brings it up the most. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my sister's the same way. She really likes talking about her poop. I don't know why. I don't know. That's weird. Because like I don't, you know, talk to people about my poop very often. I mean, no, it's not something that I really think that needs to be shared with a whole yeah. lot of people. But yeah, so like I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. <sighs> <laughs> Did you have any other news that you want to talk about? Uh, Doom Patrol series. Oh, right. The Doom Patrol series. I totally forgot about that. And Margot Kidder. And Margot Kidder. That was sad. I should have started with that, actually. But it happened early in the week. And when I was searching through news, it didn't pop back up again. So I feel bad. And uh, Inhumans, Exorcist, and Lucifer all getting canceled. That's true. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm shocking, but no, nobody's surprised about that. I was uh, kind of surprised the Exorcist got canceled. Like, there's a lot of people who like that show. But. Yeah, and it seemed to be getting pretty good uh, critical response too. It was this past year was pretty good, actually. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. So, I actually, I sat through it a couple weeks ago. 
And then the uh, the only other one I had was Kevin Feige talking a little bit about Kamala Khan in I the MCU. Did, I did see that, but it just felt like nothing. So I yeah, was like, eh. Pretty, pretty minimal. Eh. All right. Well, while Christy's pooping, I'm going to pee. Well, that now I'm going to cut. So. Is that her messaging us? <laughs> oh man, how bad does it have to be for a poo to be the worst? Oh god, that's too fucking funny. <laughs> Is that you or her? Me. Oh, okay. So I don't know if I really want updates. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's some couples that are like that, right? That are like, you know, like text each other like about yeah i had a huge boo this morning or man yeah, this one's, I, this this one's really this hard really tough to get out or whatever i'm like no, i mean, I mean if, if that, that works if that works for you i'd be good like that's just not not my scene man i don't know like like nobody needs to know what's going on like with my butthole i guess so yeah exactly what the fuck is happening here <laughs> How hilarious is it going to be if we have to like go on just the two of us? Because Christy's like just dead stuck on the toilet, on the shitter. Like dead on the toilet seat. <laughs> go on without me. Fuck it. I, I don't know if I need play by play on this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, but keep talking. We have been like, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> all right so we're gonna get updates on christy pooping why don't we actually just like talk about that news because we kind of talked a little bit about it but let's get it into like christy won't have too much to say about it anyways no so what were those what were those things you brought up again i know like margo kitty we should leave till the end but like yeah doom patrol getting its own tv show and then the cancellations and i was the doom patrol is that on the streaming service yes oh, so they're gonna shoot that with an iphone in like 20 bucks right <laughs> probably honestly for doom patrol that might actually work pretty well that's true actually you know what going like mockumentary style with it would probably like kind of work for that yeah that could be really cool but uh it's uh i mean the the doom patrol is supposed to show up on the titans show so i guess it's kind of backdoor it and uh uh, which apparently christy's also doing right now Uh, (laughs) well played all right (laughs) yeah so and it's greg berlanti that's show running the titans and i guess the um, that same team is going to be working on the Doom Patrol series as well. They're getting that's that's spreading those guys a little thin, don't you? Like that's that's seven yeah, shows yeah. now. I guess well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how involved Berlanti is in like the, the well, yeah, like Legends stuff right stuff. now. But still, that's a lot of shows they've got on the air. So are they going to be tied into the Arrowverse then? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the stuff on the streaming platform is somewhat separate. I heard Supergirl was moving over to the streaming platform too, though. So yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, Doom Patrol is our character is a character or a group of characters that has a lot of really crazy history and shit like that behind them. So there's a lot of different directions they could really take that. I mean, if they do like the really fucking insane Vertigo y Grant Morrison stuff, then it could yes, be that's it could it could, that's the like, Doom Patrol into, I'm aware of. Yeah, it could like veer into like Legion territory at that point. I honestly, I would probably take it over Legion. I do. I have read the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. It was a long time ago. I should go reread it to get kind of refresher on it. But I do remember enjoying it. But I like Grant Morrison's like stuff all across the board usually. So like, I was a big fan of the Invisibles going back and all that stuff too. So 
Yeah. It's usually the only stuff of his that I'd never, I'm always kind of lukewarm on is like the mainstream superhero stuff. When he does like, mean like his Batman stuff. Well, mainly his Batman stuff. Yeah. But like, I like, well, I guess I shouldn't even say that because I like, I liked his X Men run and All Star Superman. Superman. Yeah. Yeah, And All Star Superman was awesome. So I don't know. Maybe it was just his Batman shit. Yeah. It's a little too weird for me. Um, When he does those like really big like crossovers, like he wrote Final Crisis for DC and that was. I mean, it was Morrissey, right? And like, it's it doesn't really translate well into like that huge galactic kind of uh, multiversal spanning crisis. But then he also did a series a couple of years ago called Multiversity that was like very meta. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of his indie stuff is, like Super God and stuff like that, or even the Invisibles is very much like esoteric magic in superhero form kind of thing. And it's it's interesting, but it's like it it can be kind of weird so mm-hmm. but that would be an awesome way for like to do doom but if you do that weird style doom patrol and just have like a camera crew following them around as they do this wacky shit would be yeah. it's probably an entertainment value to that that would get would be, could be interesting and probably keep like get a mainstream audience involved kind of thing like yeah it would, like it would sideways be, look at you can almost do it as like a, a ghost hunters kind of show because they have like sort of that supernatural like weird offbeat kind of uh bend to them that anyways but yeah, so that'll be fun to see. Yeah, and then the other stuff was that we're getting more. We're in that season where we're getting a lot of uh, announcements about cancellations and renewals. But there were a few things that got canceled, including finally Inhumans got put out of its sort of limbo misery. misery. Well, they don't they don't need the Inhumans anymore. Like they they can give that up, right? Like that yeah. that deal is probably happening sooner rather than later. So so they can get the real X Men. Yeah, so they can have the actual X-Men back. So we'll see what happens. Because even, like, I know a lot of people have been talking about, like, Comcast buying Fox and stuff like that, like, out from under Disney. But I'm like, I don't think, I don't know if the rights are transferable. Like, I don't understand. I don't think, like, that was licenses hold up across a sale like that. So yeah, I think Marvel might end up with that stuff back anyway, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So yeah. That being said, I mean, I, I would be okay if they wanted to, like, bring a couple of the Inhumans characters over onto, like, a, you know, another show or have them show up in the movie universe or something like that. A couple of the characters are, like, decent enough and interesting. It's just that the fucking show was terribly written. Yeah, the show was... Yeah, I, could, I couldn't even get through the second episode of that show. Yeah. So, it was it was a, a tough sit. Yeah, but having somebody like Black Bolt show up in, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that could be interesting. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, and then a couple other sort of genre shows that got canceled would be Lucifer and The Exorcist. I haven't watched either of those, but I know Mark was uh, an Exorcist fan. Yeah, the show was good. I, I'm surprised it got canceled. The last year was actually like pretty compelling TV. Like I sat through it in one sitting, and like I didn't feel like it lagged at all. It was pretty well paced and stuff. So I'm surprised that one got the axe because it felt like it was building pretty well. It was it was treated, but it was like I think because it, they were doing like the HBO style, like 12 or 13 season order thing. And Fox was kind of just scheduling it whenever. I don't know if it could really find an audience that way. Like it almost would probably benefit from like having been quickly shunted over to Netflix kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it didn't really like, I know season one's on there, but either way. Yeah. Um, and then the Lucifer, like I, I know it's based on a DC book, but it's not a book that I've ever really like, like read or anything like that. Again, like it's more yeah. that, uh, that sort of offbeat indie kind of side. Yeah, but like he's that that character's crossed over into Hellblazer and stuff a couple times, and like I'm aware of the character. I just never cared for the book, and then I watched like one episode of the show and was just like, "Yeah, it is a, a show that seems to have a pretty uh, vocal fan base." So I have seen a lot of people that have been upset about it. 
Also, I wasn't even thinking about this, but uh, The Expanse got canceled, that sci-fi series, and that one has uh, had a lot of uproar surrounding it as well. And a lot of people like saying, save, you know, somebody else, some other network somebody needs to, to save up. this. That one was sci-fi. Yeah, uh, that's a show that was like on my list to watch this summer because I kept hearing about it like mm-hmm. over and over and over again. People t- talking about how good it is. And I was like, oh, I should check it out. And then it got canceled. I'm like. I don't feel so super compelled to check it out because it sounds like it ended on kind of a cliffhanger, and that's not usually something. Uh, that... It's not over yet, I don't think. Is it not over no, I don't yet? Think the first season's oh. yet? Oh well, I hope somebody picks it up because it would be nice to have. A, like, it's been a while since they've had we've had a good like new sci-fi EP, um, IP kind yeah. of thing to kind of glom onto, like the way we all kind of glommed onto Battlestar or whatever back in yeah. the day. Christy's back. I'm back. And, and ten pounds lighter. Oh my god. Now, do you want to talk about it on the podcast, or do you need to cut no, all? No, you, you can. We can talk about it. I want to give. I want to heed you guys a word of warning. Do not eat a Wendy's spicy chicken burger with pickles after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wendy's spicy chicken sandwiches. Those they're, they're my delicious. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, this too. past week, two things have betrayed me: wine and Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> did you combine the two no i had wine last saturday last friday with my friend mags we were talking about our podcast idea called uh cold cold brews cold cases and it's just the two of us drinking beers and getting a little tipsy and talking about what we think happened with a bunch of cold cases okay yeah but um we had between us two bottles of wine and then we wandered off to go for a walk and ended up at my friend sean's house and sean gave us more wine and I was dead. I was dead. <laughs> I was a dead person nice. last Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm dying. Um, and I'm sorry if I have to run away again. <laughs> I, f- I can't say I've ever had that reaction to a uh, a spicy chicken sandwich well, from Wendy's. I, I don't know why it burns so bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We can be honest with each other, right? Chris's got Chris got ring of fire here, folks. Yeah, you heard it here the first. Ring of fire. Even if you didn't want to. You're welcome. Well, I'm definitely kind of falling in that <laughs> camp. Uh, do we want to? What What else do we have to talk about, Tim? We had. Uh, was it just? Was it just Margot Kidder left? Yes, that I think was the last one. Yeah. So sad news: Margot Kidder passed away this year at 69, I believe. Yeah. After a long battle with. A number of issues so what was her story yeah uh do you know do you know what tim or i don't know anecdotal stuff i mean basically yeah she's faced a lot of like mental health issues and stuff like that over the years and she never really had i mean basically after uh playing lois lane she never really had any other like real big roles after that she was playing like smaller roles and doing like appearances at cons and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like, sure, you can make a living off of that, but it's not particularly steady. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think that they ever actually like released a cause of death or whatever. They just said that she passed away at her home in Montana. Oh, do you guys think it was suicide? Uh, I mean, it could be. It could just be something related to her. her yeah, her mental illness. It yeah. could have been, you know, yeah, that she took too many pills or, <sighs> or it could be that she would just, you know, genuinely had an illness. But I mean, they they haven't released released it, and so I'm just inclined to respect their her privacy. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's sad, but she was Canadian, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Still, my favorite Lois. So. Yeah. 
I guess not that there's not a ton of competition. Yeah, she 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 gave a lot of life to those yeah to those so, movies for sure. So she those first two. She's very like she's pretty central to like the movement and like entertainment value of those movies. So mm-hmm. yeah, she played off of uh, off Christopher Reeves really really well. Christopher Reeve, no S. George Reeves, Christopher Reeve. Reeve. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Superman guy. I shouldn't have to get pedantic with you, but either way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, that was a long gap. So we're at geek of the week now. So like, maybe we should speed through this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's Christy. Uh, oh, right. With Sting. Sorry. <laughs> let's speed yeah. through this. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Geek of the week. <laughs> Geek of the week. So, Christy, why don't you, before you explode, tell us what your geek of the week was? I led a ghost tour last night. Ooh, that's right. How did that go? Super good. Yeah. It was really fun. I had four or five drunk people. <laughs> and that's all? Well, and I had to, it was funny though, because like there were a number of times I had to be um, kind of cheeky with them to get them to focus. <laughs> but overall, though, it was a really fun time. And like, I, I had this one man come up to me after and he like, He's like, I just wanted to come shake your hand and say, you're going to do great things with this ghost company. And I was like, oh, my God. you're so nice. <laughs> and then um, I came home and had a bath and and then and then possessed watched. your anus with a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, everything I, I, I regret. I regret everything. getting all that getting all that ghosty demonic energy out. Yeah. Through your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> your butthole. Yeah. And gross honestly my geekiest thing would probably be my puppet finding and like you know playing with her a lot but um first just to clarify you did wash her first right like she she took a bath before you started like sticking your fucking hand up in her well no (laughs) and then mark got real mad at me and she's been living in a bag for three days until we can actually wash her and that's why she's hepatitis christy yeah that's (laughs) oh boy he got mad. He was like, wash your hands. And I was like, why? I'm just having fun. He was like, Christy, you found this in a fucking alley. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Basically in a dumpster. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> stop, stop sticking your hands in the dumpster puppet, Christy. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> Christy, this probably goes without saying, for the love of God, stay with Mark. I think he's keeping you alive. <laughs> <laughs> like... Babe, look at this dumpster yeah. puppet I found. There was a rat yeah. in it. Don't touch Put it. it. Walk away. Don't touch it. Walk away. <laughs> no, babe, it's so fun. Look. Stop putting it in your mouth. Why? No, when we kiss, it's Why funny. Why are you talking again? I don't understand. All right. Uh, holy shit. I worry about you sometimes, Christy. I really do. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. Mark's there just to play like checks and balances with you sometimes. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Chrissy's going to end up with rabies one day because she tries to hug a fucking raccoon. So, so cute. <laughs> hey, guys. I already ah. had fungal because I was having... Uh, I'll tell you that story another time. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll tell you that story another time. Uh, it's too late. You started telling it. Tell the story. Uh, so, when I was a camp counselor, I had all... I was uh, the only female counselor in a group of, bo- like, nine-year-old boys. And they used to crawl on me all the time, and they were so dirty. And I'd be like, boys, have a shower. And they'd be like, you're not my mom. And so, um, Except for this week, I kind of am. Yeah. 
And so finally I was like, so help me guys. If you don't shower, I'm going to tell your parents, I'm going to write to your parents and tell them you haven't showered in five days. Cause like the other male counselors just didn't make them shower. And they were all so <laughs> gross and dirty. And because they'd crawled on me so much, they had all contracted fungal, which is which you get when you haven't showered and you've been in dirt and it's like a skin rash and it's contagious. And so these fucking kids gave me a fungal infection because they were always on top of me. So like We really need to like check your phrasing. Yeah, phrasing? Some of this, but I mean I got a I got a Fungal infection from these nine-year-old boys that were always on top of me. You guys are the worst. You just twist climbing, everything. Climbing all yeah. over me. You're not twisting your words at all. That's ex- like a direct quote. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> My butthole burns. You guys don't know anything. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I mean, like, I know we had fun last week talking about Bill and Ted, just you and I, Tim, but, like, you can't replace this shit. Like, honestly, God, <laughs> like, true. can't replace it, right? Like, this is true. Yeah. Amazing. Good. Just fucking amazing. All right, Tim, what was your geek of the week? Mine is a little bit of deja vu. So my parents were in town over the last like week and a half or so. So we took them back to the Renaissance Festival last weekend. Oh, fun. My, I don't think either of them had ever been to one before. Uh, and it was like the Highland weekend. And uh, my dad's like really into his Scottish heritage. So he brought down like his Utila kilt and his Gordon clan shirt and wore it and he, Define utility kilt. Utility kilt is like kilt made more of like canvas material than like wool, so it's not like tartan. But a lot of utility kilts have like loops and stuff like that to put tools and shit in, so like you can carry hammer or that sort of thing in it. Yeah, so it's kind of like but maintain a breezy undercarriage all at yes, the same time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but still, Man. still the got to figure it out. I don't know. That's <laughs> sounds like life to me. You know, it's yeah. just. Hanging free. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, they, both my parents really enjoyed it. My dad loves like watching like people that do like glass blowing or like blacksmithing and that kind of thing. So like we, he got to watch like a guy like make a tankard, like a glass tankard out of, uh, you know, blown, blown glass. And I mean, he was very, very much enjoying all the women in corsets and beers and meat on sticks and, all that sort of thing in the incredibly historically accurate shows he bought like <laughs> bought a uh he bought more than anything like he bought he's got like this pirate costume that he wears at halloween what? and he bought like a pair of pants for it and he bought like a fucking like pistol like old pirate pistol to wear with it or to use with it and uh, i mean replica of course and like a dirk to go with his kilt which is a short scottish like dagger and feel really terrible that you have to actually say replica to us at this point so <laughs> yeah well this is america but yeah, it's definitely america this functional, week yeah i don't think you can buy functional guns at the renaissance festival the renaissance i hope not Fair. yeah i wouldn't be surprised down there anymore so yeah. there you go and i uh i drank a lot that day i i uh, on top of all the beers and stuff i also filled up my flask with the uh, uh, spiced rum and down that throughout the day as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, so fun times in uh, historically inaccurate uh, medieval England. Nice, yeah. that was great. That does sound pretty cool. My geek of the week this week we I can't really talk about because I ran out Thursday night and saw Deadpool and it was it was pretty cool. I'm not going to say anything else about it though because then I'll spoil it and these guys will get pissed at me. So 
I don't think I don't think we'd be as upset about getting spoiled about Deadpool no, no, two no, no. than like Infinity War. Speak for yourself. I, don't, I had a really good time. It was funny as fuck. Some of the jokes don't land. Some of them land real hard. So it's like whatever. It's like a fifty fifty thing. I enjoyed the shit out of it. So um, you're going to see it in like what a couple hours. Yeah, as per usual. Yeah, it was recorded like right before Tim running out to see the movie. So yep, I'm gonna try and see it Monday. Nice. All right. Well, well, we'll probably talk about that next week, assuming the the general consensus is it is discussable one way or the other. So yeah, and it gives Tim an easy host, or is it Chrissy next week? I don't know. I'm not even Chrissy? sure. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I last week. I hosted Bill and Ted. That's right. Bill and Ted was last week, and we flipped. Fair enough. All right, let's get into the uh, the meat of the episode, so we can get Christy out of here on time. Meat of the episode, musical meat. Meat. Yeah. So. I wanted to do something a little different after like we've been very review heavy for the last little while. So I just wanted to shoot the shit a little bit. And I, Christy's been in theater land. So I, we thought again, we'd let Christy bring some like theater land stories to us. So we're going to talk about like stuff like that has happened to us or p- cool performances that we've been involved with one way or the other. I think first we should obviously delineate the kind of performances that generally we tended to kind of be associated with. Cause like, I know Christy is a musical theater girl and, I'm yeah. playing scuzzy, scuzzy bar band kind of <laughs> stuff. So the stories might be a little different, but it's the same kind of spirit. I know. So like, why don't we start? I'm assuming Christy, you can talk about the kind of performances you've done. Oh, well, yeah, I've done. Um, I'm mostly musical and improv. I campfires. That count? <laughs> campfire. Yeah. No, try, yeah. I've, I've sang around campfires. Like that's, that happens all the time. Yeah. I love campfires. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Uh, a lot of like stage stuff. Stage stuff is my it's my favorite, and it's my favorite thing to watch. It's my favorite thing to do. I miss it when I'm doing improv. Like I love improv, but I really do miss being on stage. Aren't you trying to do both all the time? Isn't that kind of like what your problem is? I I haven't done a theater production since last year. Oh. I was in a production of Caesar in like. January, but it was um, I was only in it for three weeks from start to finish because, or four weeks, I guess, because um, they'd lost their their person um, who was doing a part. And they asked me to come in. That was I think I remember this story. Though, <laughs> no. yeah, so it doesn't have to be musical. I didn't say musical. I just said okay. performance shit. I guess like, my main thrust is going to be musical because that's the kind of performing I do. I almost consider the podcast a performance ninety percent of the time, but that's neither here nor there. Tim, what about you? What kind of stuff have you done? Uh, my performance experience is incredibly varied. So, I mean, I've played in like church choirs. I've played in musical pit bands. I've sung in a lot of choirs, not so much recently. I've been in musicals. I've been in dramatic stage plays. I was in like a rock band in high school as well and played double bass. I've played in symphony orchestras. Yeah, all over the place. So I've got a little bit of everything, I think. I played in jazz bands, uh, mostly in high school. Uh, Yeah, so kind of all over the place. I think I'm in the same boat with, like, just everything. Because I was in that that Christian rock band, too. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Okay, we got... Okay, we'll get to that. So my (laughs) my experience is basically just, like, playing in rock bands and stuff like that. That's kind of the thing that I was into, obviously, as a drummer. That was where I was going to land most of the time. So, yeah, more playing in, like scuzzy bars and getting beer thrown at me than anything yeah, else definitely so, have that good time as well. <laughs> yeah yeah i miss it like crazy but i'm like you know what it, i'm i don't think i could get up after doing that again because it's not a lot of fun being the drummer in a band that's playing at a bar on like a thursday night so yikes all right so christy 
tell us a funny story about performing. Doesn't matter what. Just tell us a story. Walk us around. Okay. Take us for a walk. So, so when I was in a production of Avenue Q, I was, I think I told you guys a story. I was Kate Monster and Lucy the Slut. Now, what's Avenue Q? Because I'm. I'm what? Like, you don't know Avenue Q? Pretend nobody knows Avenue Q. <laughs> We're doing a, every podcast oh. can be somebody's first podcast, Christy. And not all of them. That's true. Musical, okay. Well, you, people. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm asking, because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well, Avenue Q is an adult Sesame Street. Um, uh, like that trailer I sent you? Yes, in a musical. <laughs> yes yeah. there's definitely a direct line between the Happy Time Murders and Avenue Q. Fair enough. Yes, Avenue Q was Happy Time Murders, but on stage and with, before and Happy with Time songs. Murders was a thing. We didn't talk about that, because you ran away to poop. What What is your thoughts on that trailer? What did you think about that, briefly, before we get back to the actual topic at hand? Because you got really um, ragey at first. I don't really like it. No, it looks pretty garbagey. But but I, as you know what it is for me. I I love puppets. I love them. And Avenue Q was like dirty in the best senses, and I'll tell you why. But like uh, to this me, it just seems so gratuitous. excessive. And it was because they were puppets. It was gratuitous, and it like really upset me. I was watching it. I was just like. Oh. See, that, that's that, that's the kind of movie that I'll totally just be like, I am half baked and like, I'm just going to sit here and watch yeah. it like on Netflix at some point. Like I'm never I'm not going to run out and see that kind of thing. It did not look very good, but I'm sure there's a couple laughs in there to be had. Yeah. But. There was there was some cheap laughs to be sure in the trailer, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like that's kind of why I was like, it's the no. sort of it's the sort of concept that could be done that could be good if it was done well, not just done like, you know, because. Yeah, exactly. Let's just throw some slapstick gags in this and get some cheap laughs kind of thing. And that's like, I I want to like stuff like that. I do. I really want to, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'll like it. And my mark was like, come on, baby, it's going to be so funny. And I was like, I don't know if it will be. And I don't want it to hurt the Muppets. It is Brian Henson, actually, that's doing it. I know. It. surprising. Yeah. Like, well, it, it, it's not like related to Muppets, though. Like, they're not calling the Muppets or anything. No, the trailer calls out like all the Muppet it movies it before it actually does. starts. Like Brian is... Henson, the you know the director of like uh, Muppet Christmas Carol and shit like that. I know. Yeah. So I hope that it's funny, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I just found it emotional. All right. Well, let's cheer you up by you can tell us a goofy story about you performing in Avenue right. Q. Well, Avenue Q, like I said, is. It's a puppet show for adults and it is hilarious and wonderful and awesome. And there's songs in it for like, there's one called like, everyone's a little bit racist and there's, um, you can be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love. Everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> yeah. And there's like an Asian woman named Christmas Eve. She's Japanese and she's like hilarious. And Gary Coleman is in it and constantly makes cracks about how his parents left him with nothing. And they have a song called Schadenfreude, which is yeah. about how, you know, the German word for getting pleasure from other people's pain. Like, it's hilarious. But there's this one song in it called The Internet is for Porn. <laughs> and Kate Monster is trying to teach. She's trying to prep because she's a teacher. She's trying to prep her lesson plan. So she's talking about the internet. And so she has this, like, little start where she's like, the internet is really, really great. And then this guy named Trekkie Monster comes in and goes, For porn. 
And like between all of her like musicals, like notes, he's uh, it's juxtapositioned with um, Trekkie monster screaming for porn. (laughs) And then uh, what ends up happening is she like Trekkie just keeps singing about porn and eventually convinces everyone else that the internet is for porn. Why you think the net was born? Porn, porn, porn. So grab your dick and double click for porn, porn, porn. porn. I don't necessarily disagree with that (laughs) sentiment. I feel like you'd like Avenue Q. I feel like it'd be one of those few musicals you'd actually enjoy. Yeah. Um, Is there like a movie version of it? No, you can stream it online. Watch. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody that's recorded the stage production at some point, but they've never done like an actual movie Mm -hmm. version. Yeah. So anyway, my grandparents came to see this show. I told them not to, but they wanted to. Is this Nana? Yeah. I can't wait till like, if we can ever get to the point where we do like Dance Robot Dance Live and have like Christy's Nana and like listen to the live podcast with us doing this stupid bullshit. Just like, well, I remember talking about fucking toddler bodies earlier. Like, I don't know. (laughs) You will never get to Nana. (laughs) And getting getting fungal infections for nine-year-old boys. You. I think Nana, Nana would love to hear that story. I've had enough. I've had enough. You guys. (laughs) Yeah. So the guy that was doing Trekkie Monster knew that my nana was in the audience, and he knew that I was pretty like cautious about having her there, and and granddad because I was like, guys, I before the show I made the fatal error. I was like, guys, just you know, like just please respect that my grandparents are here. That's important to me. Just just be kind. And they were like, (laughs) (laughs) so within. I don't know, like a second of the song ending, Ryan makes eye contact with me and takes Trekkie Monster and does like this. He goes and does like a jack off motion (laughs) and then pretends to come into my little grandmother's face sitting in the front row. I was so angry at him. <laughs> what, what was Nana's That's response? Good. Yeah, what did uh, what did Nana do response to that? If she laughed, I'm gonna be I Tim. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I didn't look at her when that happened. Ever again okay? after that day. <laughs> <laughs> can't make eye contact with Nana anymore. I was like viscerally upset. Wow. Oh boy. That's so there you go. There's a story. <laughs> I like how you tell this story and you're upset. <laughs> That's good. All right, Sam. Um, let's see. I mean, honestly, most of my best stories are probably to do with like stage like musicals and stuff like that as well just because like that's the kind of group that gets up to shenanigans because like you have so much time backstage and shit like that let's see yep oh here's a good one that uh that eric was involved in actually well not directly involved in but uh when eric and i were in jesus christ superstar at mcmaster we so our stage design was pretty like minimalistic it was you know we're just kind of like had like boxes and milk crates and stuff like that kind of thing that we were uh, and we were doing the uh, uh marketplace scene where uh jesus comes in and he's like oh or the temple scene where he comes in and he's like you know taking my house and turn it into a den of thieves or whatever and starts like throwing shit around like trash in the place and so jesus picks up a 
milk crate and hucks it across the stage. And like, I was one of the, like the, I don't know, merchants or like buying something in the marketplace or something like that. And the, it rolled, like came across the stage and like, I had my head down, like we were supposed to be sort of like hiding from him. And uh, so I didn't see it coming and it definitely hit me right in like my eyebrow and cracked it open. And I started like bleeding profusely from my eye on stage and had to like sort of kind of like surreptitiously uh, get off stage and get downstairs. And then like the uh, stage manager, everybody was like, Oh, well we're going to have to do something about that. So like I went back on stage, like in the second half with like a huge band aid on over my eye, I played one of the, like my main role was one of the high priests. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went back out and like had a massive like fucking shiner and stuff like that. And the guy that played uh, Jesus Marco came in. I was like, Oh my God. And I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm good. Like it didn't hurt really bad. It just bled a lot. So I have the uh, the yeah. distinct honor of saying that I have a scar from when Jesus hucked a milk crate at my head on stage. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I like yeah. that. My my favorite performing story, and it's like it's it's bizarre because it has to do with like the ballistic quality of drumsticks. <laughs> okay, they can be kind of weird. So we're playing at like the most random, like just some random bar in St. Catharines, and we were finishing a song or like moving to a point in the song where it was going to be more emphatic. So I hit a cymbal crash on my ride really hard, but I lost grip on the <laughs> oh, stick no. as it hit. And I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never been able to replicate this. It's the weirdest thing ever. The drumstick shot out directly straight, <laughs> like an arrow and hit a girl directly in the chest. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my God. And I don't think it hurt her, but like the surprise look from everybody as they watched the, like a, like a five B drumstick shoot out, hit her right in the boob. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I like I realized I'd lost the stick and it half started to reach down to grab from like my quiver and pull my next stick out <laughs> and then just stopped as it like stared in shock at the way the fucking thing went. So I immediately had to be like, call the waitress over like that was working in the place and be like, all their drinks are on me now because I have to play another hour before I can go apologize for hitting her. Oh, no. <laughs> so please go do that. But after she was fine out, like she was upset in the moment, but I didn't get up immediately to do anything. But afterwards they were like, that was the funniest thing that happened that night. So <laughs> whatever. Plus I bought drinks for them for like an hour, but <laughs> I've never seen, I, I, I can't, I've never seen it. Anything happen like that before in my entire life. It was like, it was magnetically drawn to her boob. It was <laughs> insane. <laughs> amazing. I could just pull, I get pulled out of my hand. It was probably like subconscious. It could have been, I was looking at her. Like I had glanced at her, like as I was moving across the kit, but like, when I hit, it just went right at her. And I was like, wow, shit. So. Jesus. That's a mis- <sighs> yeah. Well, it was a, a good idea. It was. Like, we chatted up. I chatted them up for, like, the rest of the night and stuff like that. We went out a couple times. Didn't really work out. But it was still, like, it, it did work out that <laughs> night. So, it was pretty good. But yeah. still, like, I remember my, my bass player, who was named Tom, not Tim. But, like, he was just like, Get I've never. I, how the fuck did that Sorry. even. You looked like you, you, you couldn't have intentionally done that. Any yeah, better exactly. if you <laughs> tried to hit her like that. You know what I mean? I was like, I no idea. And like, they all knew because we were all kind of like standing around the kit, like playing. And they watched the fucking stick shoot out of my hand. And me just kind of like mm. have that lost half a second expression where I'm like, ah, ah, ah shit. But oh, it was, it was pretty good. So <laughs> amazing. All right, Christy, <laughs> let's come back around here. You have some fun. You, you must have better stories. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, are we doing another like embarrassing or another 
Do whatever. Just tell whatever story you want. I don't have like an actual format for okay. this. I just wanted us to shoot the shit about this kind of stuff for a little <laughs> while. Just to like not do a review. Just, you know, have a conversation as opposed to yeah. do some super structured podcast this week. <laughs> well, I guess uh, what's I was in a Christian rock band. Oh, God. Yeah. For uh, a year. And I think this isn't a very long story, but one of the funniest parts about it was that they would change the lyrics so that songs could be appropriate to play in front of Christian audiences. And wait, so they're taking like contemporary secular songs and like altering the lyrics to be Jesus-y? Yes. Is that what we're trying to get at? Yes. And the best I don't one know I, how can, I feel about that, but okay. Yeah, the best one I can think to explain it with was um Joy to the World, which they you know the song like Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. So yeah. Free dog night, yeah. So we're doing Joy to the World, and they changed the lyric to, um, instead of, you know I love the ladies, it uh, got changed to, you know I love creation. I was fully expecting it to be like, you know I love some Jesus. Or <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you know I love some Jesus. <laughs> Father and the Son. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like we changed little things to suit a more Christian demographic. And it was so funny. It was so ridiculous. And like people freaked out for us too. Like I didn't know what it was like to have fans until I it's did. It's really this. weird. You were what? You were like the, the lead singer for this yeah. group? Okay. Well, it was me and another guy. I was the only girl. What was the, what was the name of the group? I'm not telling you. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, is it like on YouTube or something? Christy, come on. What's the, what's the name of the band? No. Christy. If you can find it, you are good enough to wield it. <laughs> it's on our Facebook somewhere, Tim. We have to start digging. We have to start yeah, we digging. Dig away back. Yeah. What have I done? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know we're going to do it, right? I'm just not going to say anything oh god, more I, about it. Yeah. Before she starts deleting posts off her Facebook, we got to get in there, Tim. We got to do it. Yeah, 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 I'm just like... Oh, Christ. <laughs> Delete the profile. I don't care it's anymore. Gone. I don't need that kind of grief on the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so there so, you did go. Did anything weird happen? Because like, like, when I performed with a Christian combo group for like three times, I ended up in a sex dungeon. So <laughs> did you have any like... Weird- what? experience that story yeah i told that story recently but like i just remember getting kind of like they tried to they tried to indoctrinate you real quick i was kind of working for like a, a church specific group kind of thing and like came in to play drums for them a couple times i don't even know how that happened but like i remember after the mass or whatever that i don't know they call it mass i don't even really know yep they have like like people are just milling around and it was just like all these very very pretty girls suddenly talking to me and i was like my, my my brain didn't go to good. It immediately went to like, this is how the cults get you, Mark. This is how the cults get you, Mark. This is how the cults get you, Mark. And I was like, I need to get out of here because like, yeah, no, this is not my scene. Pretty women. Yeah. That's how the cults get you. That's how they do it all the time. So I was like, no, 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 no. Peace yeah. out, hombre. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, like, I definitely got some looks as I like kind of packed up my stuff and like my car turned on and I think Motorhead started playing or something like that. And they're like, oh, and I was like, yeah, this isn't my scene. Sorry. Yeah, that wasn't so much my experience with playing like religious music. Mainly, whenever like I played in like because I went to a Catholic high school 
and uh i would play like during the masses and honestly it was mostly just so i fucking had something to do during the mass yes i rather than just fucking sit there and watch kind of thing like because it was just boring as hell so like at least i'm here and i'm fucking playing music and it's not great music or whatever but it's better than just it keeps me in engaged and actually i did that i did that in school until i got officially dismissed from all masses going forward because i <laughs> they were doing it was like easter and they were doing the holy water thing and i leaned over to my buddy it wasn't eric because eric was actually i think in the like choir pit somewhere or something like that but i leaned over but it was like is it bad that burns and like a couple people <laughs> laughed up and down the aisle and then it kind of spread as like people like repeated what i said so there's a little bit of chuckling going on around me <laughs> vp immediately pulled me and like sent me to the principal's office and i was like i didn't Oh, darn. Oh, Banned from mass. Right. Yeah. So, like, afterwards, like, when the, when the principal was like, I just, you, you just don't have to go to mass anymore. I was like, wait, is that a punishment? And he's like, we're going to pretend it is so that you'll shut up and leave. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in. Let's do this. Thing. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's funny, though, because, like, people, Christian, like, band listeners or, like, Christian music uh, fans in general are crazy. They are obsessed and like get really into it. Start, yeah, they start like like doing like crazy dancing and like speaking in tongues and shit like that. Well, like, yeah, feel feel the Holy Spirit going through them and shit like that. And that's just yeah. like unrequited fucking horniness at that point. Like just jerk off, you'll feel fine. Yeah, it's, oh it's very much very much like their repressed feelings, like just coming out kind of through music. <laughs> Well, when I was at a Lutheran conference once, um, I was I was there because I was an Anglican kid, and like you know, they sent a couple of the delegates. There were four Anglicans, and to be, um, to be stoned and <laughs> and and mocked. Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was there, and it was like the second last day, and all week we'd had like it was at the Hamilton Convention Center. We'd had this musical guy named Agape, and he was a Christian rapper. And he, like, would get people into, like, these frenzies where they'd, like, speak in tongues and, like, dance and, you know, freak out and scream. And at one point, I was just standing there, like, looking around and watching people. And I was, like, caught in a bit of a mosh pit. And all of a sudden, someone was like, this girl needs to feel the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, I was picked up and body surfed over, like, and I was just like, no. Like, it was... So thought, scary. Yeah, that's really creepy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Like they just get really yeah. into it. I I don't get that. So anyway, what about you, Tim? What's another one <laughs> of your stories? Oh, uh, let's see. I guess one of my best like performance. No, it's not really a performance. That was more me just at that show. I mean, I don't have any great like stories from like my rock band days. Like it, I always had, we always had a lot of fun, and we would like get paid in beer and yeah. shit like that, and. Like, you know, as we were not old enough to be drinking beer. and That was very uh, exciting times I mean, back then. I remember getting, yeah, they go, oh, we'll pay you a couple pictures of beer. But like, great, I'm 17. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything. I mean, we would, we, we always had like fun stuff we would do on stage kind of thing. Like we, we had, a, our drummer is amazing and he still does music. He's a music teacher for high school now um, in my ho- hometown. And, uh, but he was like, for his age, like 16, 17 was fucking outstanding. Uh, and so we would play yeah. uh, Moby Dick, Bonzo's Mantra yeah. by Led Zeppelin. And then we would literally like get to the, the drum solo and we would all just fuck off stage and just like go, like go, you know, go pee or go like have a drink or something like that and just leave him out there on there until he like started like, 
like visibly like begging us to yeah. come back on stage and take over for him. Because I mean, he was, but he was great. He do like fucking amazing things on the drums. But eventually, just got to the point. It was like, okay, guys, like nobody wants to see me like drum solo for like eight minutes, kind of thing, on a fucking Wednesday night. Yeah. So get back up yeah, here. Let's finish this goddamn thing up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had I had a couple of like lead singer and like guitarists who were like very fond of wandering out into the crowd and stuff like that. So like that means everybody yeah. turns around and just starts paying attention to them, and you're just left up on stage because you're like, I can't move, right? So this guy was just begging for feedback. Yeah. But like, it's, I don't know. I remember there was one guy who went out there, literally sang like all of, I don't remember what it was, something ridiculous, like Sweet Child of Mine, like just doing covers Mm -hmm. and just like decided to sing to his girlfriend. So he wandered to the back of the stage. Everybody turns around. So the other two guys kind of got off and kind of wandered a little bit, but like, so that I'm sitting up on the stage playing (laughs) just by myself, like (laughs) whatever, you know what I mean? And like like, the two or three people that were there, like there were friends of mine were just kind of looking like laughing at me because like, oh, I got left, you got left alone up on stage. Poor lonely boy again, just holding down the beat, <laughs> whatever. While fuckface wanders out into the crowd and gets tangled up in the cord. So yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of like fun stuff. Yeah. Like we were just up there, like just to have fun mm-hmm. and fucking play covers and shit like that. But like we uh, we did a cover of uh, Basket Case where we would uh, start it out like really slow, like it was just guitar and sort of like schmaltzy. Like, do you have the time? And do like the harmonies and everything. And then when it, yeah, and then, uh, but it was like just the vocals and uh, and guitar kind of thing, and he would do like these like long strummy like, do you know it? Like it was, I I'm not gonna like do it justice, but uh, and then when we got to the part where it was uh, when it was got to the point where it was, I think I'm cracking up was when we like cranked up like right up into the like right tempo yeah. of the song kind of thing. That was always fun. Mm-hmm. People always liked it when you when you get the rock band doing the uh, the cover of that kind of stuff. We used to do uh, Genie in a Bottle for fun sometimes like (laughs) just because i don't know our singer really liked dancing to it because he was very flamboyant like just got right into it and i was like all right have fun with it go go crazy but yeah people like really starting hoot hollering for idiot kids like doing covers of songs like you would not expect like yeah Yeah, like we did a we did a cover of like ghostbusters we did did, i've done uh, the ghostbusters uh, cover transformers the movie is a cover that we did every once in a while like that the opening credits thing I got the, you can no, 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 no! Touch. Like the actual theme from the beginning of it, where it's oh, like the, the Transformers. Transformers, yeah, the metal version yeah. kind of thing. Robots nice. No, I'll have to send it to you. It's hysterically funny. You ever see the '86 movie? It's the opening title, like the credit sequence that it plays yeah. over that. It's it's like a, a oh, yeah, yeah. metal version of like the Transformers theme. It's yeah, Transformers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was that pretty much. Yeah, yeah. What else we do? We did not Funky Cole Medina. Another one of those like uh, '80s. Um, uh, the this is the tale for all the fellas trying to do what those ladies tell us. The ladies tell us. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Body. What fucking song is that? I can't remember. I can't even remember anymore. Isn't that Busta Move? Yeah, yeah it's Busta, Busta Move. Yeah. And and so we would do that, and it's in the same key as uh, New Orleans is sinking, oh, okay. and sort of the same beat sort of thing. So we would do uh, Busta Move, and then go straight from that into into New Orleans is sinking. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a lot of we had a lot of fun, and we'd start out every show with Money City Maniacs. Of course you did. Uh, of course so you did. We actually had you know we had like a siren and everything, and and like the red spinning light and everything, which we'd put up on stage, and then one by one we'd all go up there, and so it was always me first because it starts out with like just the, the bass. bass, yeah, yeah, and then the guitarist would come up and start doing the strums, and then the uh, the drummer would come up and with the and the drums would come in, and then the vocals, yeah. Yeah, 
I do miss doing stupid shit like that. That's one of those things that like I kind of left behind at this point, and it feels it would feel weird to go back and do it again because like yeah. I'm 36 now, it's so stupid, but like <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. I always had fun doing yeah. that stuff. Mm. Yeah. No other fun stories, Christy. Come on, you got oh, yeah, one I have more. Tons. <laughs> well, this is inappropriate, but um, during a production—that's that, what we do. I know. During a production a number of years ago, like oh, eight or nine years ago, I won't tell you what show, but I was seeing a guy in in the cast, and we had a scene at the beginning of the show where we all started off in a bed, but it was just his head was the only one that was like shown. So we were all under a sheet. There were like six of us. And I was always between his legs. And he was only wearing boxers at the beginning of the show. So I'd do like mean things to try and get him like a boner before the show started. <laughs> and then. Wait, before the show oh, started? During, not during. Too. I'm sure yeah, that you I were doing it during, during the scene. Like there was a, there was a couple of times. Picturing you giving him a fucking handy in the middle of this. No, no, no. There were too many people under the sheet, but <laughs> I do things and I tell him things before we went on stage. And then um, we were back. This is a different side of Christy. Yeah, we were backstage uh, a couple times just before he would go on, and I'd do inappropriate things just before he'd go on stage. <laughs> and he'd like hate me. He'd be like, "Fuck you! I couldn't concentrate during the scene." And I was like, "Good." <laughs> is this your way of not being outshined? Is that is that what this is? No, he would do it to me too backstage. It was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. Only it wasn't so bad for me because I could like hide it. You could hide your boner easier. Yeah, he had to wear, he had to wear skinny jeans like a. <laughs> would a boner show in skinny jeans? Like, wouldn't it just like restrict? Would, like snake down one of the legs, I guess. I yeah. guess because like, like he was not a jar of pringles in his pants <laughs> really <laughs> and why'd you break up with this guy with a <laughs> pringle can sized dick i don't want to say roll of quarters that's rude <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was uh, always fun to do just before we went on stage it, it was just i get such a like sick rush from it I love I like I like listening to you guys stories about being behind stage at musicals because like they you're all disgusting like you're all like it, it just totally reinforces that stereotype I have of like all the musical kids just fucking each other all the time like that's all I got out of it so yeah, yeah. I did do another guy at one point too yeah, yeah really that was a lot during a different it. show <laughs> I had something not well some semi related and that it was theater and involved a sheet but it did not involve me giving anybody boners that you know of so when i was in tommy also at mcmaster also with eric well eric was in the pit for that i played one of the officers that comes and tells mrs walker that her husband's dead uh so at some point uh mrs walker's like new husband dies and then her original husband comes back but anyway so there's this murder scene that happens on stage and uh, somebody ends up with a sheet over his head and uh, mrs walker's lover was just this guy that was pretty annoying and not a lot of people liked him. And he was just kind of like really one of those people that just gets on your nerves kind of thing. And uh, so we pranked him one night and the sheet that gets put over him when he's dead, we rubbed a raw onion all over, right? The part that was going to be on his face. And so we put it over his face and like, he just 
had to breathe that <laughs> in for about like 10 minutes That's while amazing. he was just like lying there on stage. <laughs> he was also kind of a smelly guy, so that was kind of why we awesome. chose to make it a smelly prank. But yeah, I don't know. See, that's like, the stuff that always happened for like, like, we never pranked each other doing this kind of stuff. But I remember one time, like we were going to play, we'd set up real quick. And when my, the singer came up and touched the mic stand, it wasn't grounded. And he fucking fried himself. (laughs) Yeah. It's a total like almost famous moment where he just like got zapped and went down and we were like, uh, shit. I think every everybody that's ever sang into a microphone has been shocked at some point. I've definitely had yeah, that happen to me before. I have too, but like I've never seen anybody like get hit so hard they went down like that. You know, like yeah. I've touched it and it got yeah. like a buzz because phantom power is on and it shouldn't be or something like that. But like yeah. you reached out and touched it, and it was, it was like it had wrapped itself around like the staging, like the rig or something like that, and oh, just shit. zapped them. Like and it was, yeah, he was fine. Like an hour and a half later, like we didn't get to play that <laughs> night, obviously. Which just like oh, infuriated God. me because I'm like, I set up my drums and then I had to tear down my drums and didn't do anything, <laughs> which is just like the worst feeling ever is setting all that shit up. Yeah. And then not getting the Because it's like tear down, move all that crap, set up and then like not play and then tear down again. So mm-hmm. I'm like not angry at him like it's his fault, but I'm like, you couldn't suck it up, you fucking asshole. And just like play oh, a couple God. songs, Lee, so that this whole setup nonsense wasn't for nothing. But yeah. I think he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus, I didn't say we didn't say anything to him. <sighs> but yeah, yeah, just yeah, scummy bars in St. Catharines, man. So your safety is you're taking your safety in your own fucking hands. So yeah, seriously, good times. Yeah, well, there's definitely this isn't a show that I played at, but I think it was White Snake uh, played at this bar that that we did we would play at pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Like we had yeah. a like monthly gig there for a while. You know, it was like fucking like shitty dive bar kind of thing uh but white snake played there and they had like you know it's 80s band like they have some pyrotechnics they probably shouldn't have like they probably didn't have like whatever licenses or whatever they should use and shit yeah exactly and so and this place had like a pretty low ceiling and it was old as hell and so they set off some fucking pyrotechnics and the roof caught fire Oh, I remember I remember this story. Yeah. It was a couple years ago, right? No, it was it was a while ago now. It was like 10, 10 or fifteen years ago probably now, but it was uh it was at Alexander's in Brantford, what was sort of colloquially known as the Alex. I remember this story. Yeah. It I, I don't can't remember if it was White Snake or it might have been Great White. I had white in the name anyway. I, I remember a story about a hair metal band yeah. like lighting up a dive bar on fire at some point like i mean in, to be fair it's probably not the first like there's probably a lot of stories no, like yeah. that out there yeah probably <laughs> maybe maybe i'm thinking of something else but like yeah i remember something a story about like a hair metal band having pyrotechnics that were overwhelming for the space and like yeah did people die because i remember people dying in the story i heard uh, so it might have been a I, different story i don't think so not at this one i i don't think it was like like the, i don't think the place was even closed oh, for very long kind oh, of thing. Like, i think they got it under control pretty quickly but yeah, I think the place I remember hearing about, like, burn to the ground or something like that. But <laughs> No, I don't think that happened in this case. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's funny, though. Yeah, those places, safety standards, not, like, up to snuff. I remember, like, going through a stair, like, walking up to a oh stage at one point, like, one of those temp stages that was, like, had been set up. And they just used, like, a mobile wood, like, more or less a bench to get up onto the stage. And my foot went right through it as I was walking up there. So it was, like... Jesus. One step, and I was getting into the second step, and like went. So you go down like three, kind of two steps all at once. And this is just before I got to go play drums for an hour or whatever. And I'm like, <sighs> so I got a cut on my leg, and I'm kind of bleeding as I'm trying to like 
get my foot working and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is this is amazing. And then somebody's yelling at the back, who broke the stool? I was like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, playing live in that kind of setting is like play at your own peril 90% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's before you get hit in the head by like your bass player getting overzealous or like. Yeah. Yeah, and you're playing some... on these tiny little stages. There's like no room to move. One of you's yeah. had too much to drink and starts like stumbling yeah. or like falls into somebody. I think I did have a fight with not necessarily our drummer, but uh, this guy who we called like our backup drummer. He would do a little bit of like sort of Moroccan. Percussion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Percussion oh, kind of geez. stuff for us once in a while. And it was mainly he was just a friend of ours and just really wanted to play with us, but we already had a drummer. Um, yeah. He would like help us set up and shit like that. And I'm pretty sure there was one case where I like did like le- legit getting into a fight with him on stage. I had, I don't remember. I definitely had a, or anything like a that. moment where a guy like came up on stage, like tried to crowd surf. And I'm like, there's 50 people here. Like, no, that's not happening to you. But like <laughs> he was kind of knocking into everybody and he knocked some of my stuff over. And I, when he came back up, he literally flung himself into my drum kit. Like, yeah. like, I don't know what he thought he was like. He was Kurt Cobaining it kind of thing, just like diving into it. I'm like, first of all, you're gonna hurt yourself because like, yeah, it's not a comfortable thing <laughs> yeah. to dive into. But also, yeah. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face four times for knocking all yeah, my crap over twice yeah. now. So, yeah, so I got symbols just clattering all over the place, and this guy's like on top of me, and I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm giving you a shot in the fucking mouth, and not the nice kind <laughs> that he probably was looking for. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely drilled him in the face for that one because fuck you. But. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do, like a little bit of rock and roll and some fucking it's alcohol. True. It goes to your fucking head, right? Like you're like, yeah, like you know, on a, if that happened in just like day to day life kind of thing, I don't think anybody would would do that. But no, it's just it's when you're when you've got like some fucking like Led Zeppelin or like Green Day. Oh or my god, I would have lost it. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And 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 eight beers probably too because <laughs> it was cheap beer night. I think we were playing that night, and it's just like, yeah, this guy's gonna go right right through my kit. And that's. That's that's really nice seeing those three hundred dollar symbols just like rolling around on the floor. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did. That's that's why I punched up because I was fucking like lost my mind. Yeah. Like the second time my stuff went down, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this well, noise!" That's like thousands of dollars worth of shit, and you're just like throwing yourself at it. Like, I am at least breaking your nose for that. So, <laughs> bear with me. But uh, either way, it sounds like you guys have more fun at these musical things than I did performing at bars downtown. It's just it's just a different kind, right? Like. I don't know. It's just, it's because it's in theater and everything. It just, every, the stories end up being like more theatrical and more grandiose than just like, yeah, we went and played at this bar and I, I punched this guy kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good times yeah. though. It was good times though. Come on, you need to avoid like, I've avoided having shot glasses thrown at my head kind of thing. Like, gotta pay attention to that crowd. You can't get lost in the group when you're playing at some of these places. I can't like, remember anybody ever throwing shit at us. I definitely remember like we would have friends come and like heckle us and shit like that. Oh yeah, that, that happened all the time. That's like, you guys suck. Like, we know. It's fine. Let's yeah. get better. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Pretty much. Yeah, good times. Well, see, that was the nice thing with us is we were all, with the exception of our vocalist who was pretty good, but just everybody, yeah. he, like he would try and do some songs that just weren't in his range kind of thing. But everybody else, like the, the our our guitarist, our drummer, and myself, were all like really good for our age kind of thing, and like we wouldn't yeah. pick songs that we knew we can do and that kind of thing. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Try to we avoid did. those cool songs when I was playing drums because I'm like, yeah. just can't hit that. Sorry, guys. We did have a guest vocalist that was mainly because our lead singer was trying to get in her pants. Uh, she would. We had we had a couple of those. So yeah. like over the course of my playing in like whatever how many dozens of bands I ended up playing in for like four shows total. 
yeah. there's always like some girl there's always a girlfriend hanging around who wants to sing one song it's like fine just get your dick wet i guess like that's you know that's just how this shit works that it's always yeah. the same so. yeah yeah no we would so she would come up and sing uh don't speak yeah <laughs> amazing oh jeez. <laughs> Oh, geez. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, you let us know what your performance stories are. It'd be awesome. Love to hear some Facebook discussion. Uh, it's been a little quiet lately. So what's going on? <laughs> you can do that via Twitter at TRD underscore podcast, Facebook, facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast, or you can email us at dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe at Apple podcast and rate and review there, please. That would be nice. The Google play store or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Mark. I've been here with Christy. Oh, bye guys. <laughs> and Tim. I'm back to like mid 2016 and I've yet to figure out the name of Christie's Christian rock band, but I'm still going. Oh my God. You're already that far back. <laughs> it was my fucking hero. I knew he'd do the research. I knew he'd <laughs> oh, do Jesus. it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.